Sweat Equity podcast and streaming show. Woo, coming to you from Sky Strategic Marketing's office. You need PR help in the Tampa Bay area. Hit up Sky Strategic. I'm your host, Lost Smith. Sitting here with me is Eric Reginger. I'm here. I'm here. We are the girthiest, number one, number one business comedy podcast out there. I don't know anybody who does it better with pragmatic entrepreneurial advice with dick jokes, vainier, girthier. I love the qualifier. Getting in deeper, hitting those, uh, I I want to say IUD, but, uh, it's, what is, what is the thing? Well, I don't know. Well, it depends. Not an infra. No, what's the thing? Improvised uterine device. Yes. It's not what it is. What is it? An IUD? An IUD goes in a woman. Yes. An IED is Yeah, but you're so girthy. Afghanistan. Girthy and long, you're hitting it. That's what I'm saying. Ah. That's how deep we go. <laughs> hey, look, sometimes that's why we do a podcast, because it takes a long time to get there. We're on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Laughable, YouTube, Facebook, Vimeo. This episode is brought to you, as always, by Grasshopper. Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat, like key sweat. Mm, get it real grooving. Get it real R&B with you. Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat for your business phone line, uh, for your hustle, for that side job, for the the startup you're doing. You get $50 off, and we get the hookup. Holla if you hear me with oh. trygrasshopper.com forward slash sweat is the only way to get it. And if you click the link, it might tell you, hey, this isn't a secure site. It is. It's just the referral code. It's just joking around. <laughs> you just got to plow, plow through that. <laughs> Um, FreshBooks, gofreshbooks.com forward slash sweat. Your taxes may have been delayed having to do them, the business taxes, your personal taxes. A lot of you do the stimulus check for yourself, but a lot of you haven't. You need to get your accounting going. Gofreshbooks.com forward slash sweat. Like Key Sweat. Ah, gofreshbooks.com slash sweat. Gets you the hookup. $150 off your annual subscription to that Ooh. Ooh, baby but you also get a discount if you do a monthly go freshbooks.com forward slash sweat uh f quickbooks f zero yeah they don't put that in the copy i just did that uh warby parker warby parker trial.com forward slash sweat to get five free pairs to try on at your home mm-hmm. you oh. can even you can or even, your car your car, if you live in your car, that's fine too. You can type in your prescription for your sunglasses, for your eyeglass wear, but you can also do it by the shape of your head. You can pick out five. You try them on your home, your home car, your RV. You live in a van down by the river, whatever it is. You can try on five pairs and then go, hey, do I look like an asshole? And then if you're 0 for 5 on all of them. You're you an can, asshole. You're an asshole, but you can get five more. So WarbyParkerTrial.com forward slash sweat that's warby parker trial.com forward slash sweat i can't believe how many people have told me they bought eyeglassware <laughs> that have listened to this podcast that i know listen to this podcast they still go to lens crafters gets ripped off or yes. the big corporate stuff warby parker trial.com forward slash sweat let's get this show started Howdy, daddy. what about my sweat equity my, my, my sweat equity. 
Feeling good? Feel great. You feel? Feel so good. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah? A lot of Keith Sweat. That was like three Keith Sweat references. I forgot to use that. I need to get in frame, I think. Uh, I forgot to use that. frame. Don't worry about the little one. Oh, no, that's... Oh, 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 Okay, because I need to be six feet away from you at all times. Mm. Anyway, that was a rule before COVID. Too late. But, uh, yeah, and uh, I was late getting here because there's a Hillsborough County... One thing people can do before we bring our guest in, one thing people can look up is there's a lot of private uh, funds going out there, like LISC. That I know that like Verizon and a couple other companies, or they get together, they're doing that. Goldman Sachs has a grant out there for small businesses. Um, and then, and I, we said this previously, look out for your county or your city. That's give, sure. They're giving out uh, grant money as well for those who need it. And a lot of it is business related, you know? Yeah, I hope so. The deal is what you should really do is do a Google alert for your county and your city. Because to my understanding, um, the people who are getting these are like, they're on top of it. They're the first people in. Yeah, sucks. So sucks that you got to be the paperwork nerd to get it in. It's Well, it's not even that. It's like you could be a Leslie Nope you know, detailed or, or pick flick from election. You could be super organized, detailed paperwork, ready to go. But if you don't know about it first, you're probably not getting it. Yeah. And so obviously, yes, uh, we're in Hillsborough County, uh, which has the city of Tampa in it. So it's, uh, I set up a Google alert, saw that come up, hit it up yesterday. And then I just, I submitted it and then I, you're allowed to go back and edit what you sent. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to make sure I got it in there, and then I came back. Ah, good strategy. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you don't want to be a perfectionist with this stuff, because you're probably going to get something wrong anyway. Yes, every time. Um, and so if if you have the ability to come back, and hey, shout out to our Hillsborough County uh, website that and City of Tampa website that they actually have a pretty. They used the jot form. They did what we would have done. Yeah. Everybody's frustrated by unemployment. Uh, submissions and and like because it loops around yeah like if you do your uh, resume you're going for a job online where you know the biggest frustrating thing is you submit you upload upload your resume and and then then type it out again. type the whole thing out in a form right so what the deal is is uh they did a really good job where every state federal thing i've heard has been horrible yeah the state is. And you've done some of those. The unemployment. It's, it's like they just it loops back around on just the first thing you, you checked the checkbox. I agree. Blah blah blah. And then you put all the information in and it just pops back around. It's like 1.3 million people in Florida fired filed for unemployment and like 80 thousand have got it or something. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, things are going good. <laughs> uh, let's bring in our guest who is uh, here via Zoom because we play by the rules. Mm-hmm. We're essential over here, but you know we don't know about our guests. They could have cooties. So, uh, Joshua Kennedy uh, of Imagine Marketing, how you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Doing good, good buddy. Some- yeah. So we uh, let's give a little. Uh, I'll give a little context of how uh, we got you on as a guest in a, a little bit of a different way. Uh, about a month ago, I was helping you. Um, you know, just giving you a pair of eyes on what you're doing over at uh, Imagine Marketing. And then we were going to do a follow-up. Uh, and I was like, why don't we just have you come on the podcast as a guest? It'll help promote your uh, your firm that, you know, started in January. And 
plus I I like uh, I feel like anytime I'm doing some of those like help a friend out kind of compare eyes stuff, it's like I'm like ah I wish I had this recorded on the podcast kind of thing. Yeah, sure. Because there's always good stuff, but I'll, I'll never go. I'll never double back and try to like. We've hit, we've had it where we fucked Can up. Can you say all that again? Yeah, we fucked up recordings and had to do it again, and we tried to do the same joke. That was funny. I don't. <laughs> I do. All fresh here, baby. Yeah, uh, and it never comes off as as authentic or genuine, <laughs> you know. So, um, so uh, and I'm trying to bring up your bio, but I uh, <laughs> am sloppy. But tell us about yourself. Why don't you do your own uh, plug in little bio? Yeah, yeah, quickly. So uh, local, uh, was a USF grad, uh, kind of within, didn't didn't do marketing or anything for an undergrad, but uh, within a year, I found myself working in digital marketing uh, in St. Petersburg, then quickly after working for another company in the Tampa, Tampa area um, in e-commerce, started an affiliate program with them that was really successful, kind of got my feet wet and uh, just kind of learned as I went with that. Um, and then after a couple of years of doing that, decided to... Uh, just to go off and do my own thing. So the past year has been, you know, trying to, you know, build the website, uh, you know, get the big business established, start doing the networking, um, sort of, you know, figuring out all the all the things as I go. So that's kind of the period I'm in. Thankfully, uh, I've, I've got some some momentum and, and some clients and, and everything. So kind of past that initial push and, and things are looking good. So last we talked about Imagine and what you're doing, it's a little bit avant-garde of the agency model. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said, and it's something we say on the podcast a good amount about getting your branding, getting the vision, the mission, all that stuff down. Did you, did you go to the woods and for a couple eat of days, mushrooms. eat mushrooms and, and figure <laughs> out what, what you are, who you are, why you're better? Yeah, I, I was, uh, one of the only ones in the, the Hillsborough parks, thankfully. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, actually Absolutely. I think trying to get down to the stripping away all the, uh, I guess, extraneous extra information um, and also using input from, you know, people that I trust as far as like, you know, hearing you out. Um, there's another gentleman that owns an agency is connected just went through my, you know, with my dad through business that he gave me kind of a, a lot of insight um, and then suggestions as far as the branding goes. And I think for me, too, is that I was uh, sort of like you said, on, on the, the initial uh, interface or, or, you know, communication with my, with my website is I wanted to clearly articulate what we did um, and then how we're of service or, or benefit to potentially any of the customers that are, that are, you know, our website visitors. And I think now, you know, compared to when we last spoke on the, you know, spoke is, is de- probably definitely better. I um, made some improvements. So for sure, I think it got down to the fundamentals. Yeah. Well, um, websites are still, I see a lot of people still making big guffaws as, as far as their messaging, their identity uh, and, and trying to get that through because they don't have the empathy of the audience they're trying to target. Yeah, or but, it's very convoluted. It's not clear. It's like very... Uh, Affirmation uh, government sites. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, what are you trying to say to me? That you're, you do, you're a visionary and you uh, you can you know create a, a, a feeling and what else? Yeah. And it's just, uh, you gotta be, you gotta be more poignant. Yeah, and it, it also it not as crazy sometimes, but just the UX UI. You know, it mm-hmm. you especially where you're promoting the service that they're sitting on. Right. <laughs> if you're an agency, yeah, like you have to kind of be better than the be- best if you if you think about it that way. But like, 
one thing I saw that made it simple for me, and this this could be your, your website or this can be your retail business or coffee shop or whatever it is, whatever kind of small business you have is <clears throat> for your brand messaging you have they just put a Venn diagram on uh on a chalkboard. It says, you know, what you want and then what they want, meaning your audience. And then in the middle was the website. Mm. And I was going to try to make that into a penis Venn diagram. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> a vagina in the middle. Right? Well, no, you have a Venn diagram, like two boobs that are squished together, right? And then you have, you know how we do the homepage layout of right. websites. Yeah. You put that right in the middle. It's a big dick symbol. Okay. We're on brand. All right. That's our brand for this show. Well, we've got a, a theory that all logos are either dicks or vaginas. Yeah. So I, I haven't seen your logo, but... <laughs> I don't think we've found one that's not. Um, yeah, you, have we? It, or it's a it's a very Rorschach test of how we look at stuff. <laughs> Either way, um, but so you, the other thing that you you mentioned is you listened to advice and actually took it in, which what I can't get over enough that like we're all none of us are one hundred percent good at that, right? Like. It's definitely our, and especially I think like Americans in that kind of spirit of entrepreneurism is like, you have to think you know better right? in a way, but you have to know what you don't know is kind of a, a big way to kind of fashion that, that pro that philosophy out. Like I know about SEO, but I don't, I'm not the expert in that. Right. Mm -hmm. So if anybody's telling me some tips and that's going to save me time, especially on yeah. something. I'm not going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. Look, my Even focus is... Even if you is, consider yourself an expert. Yeah, my focus is in advertising, and I'll let people tell me stuff, and I'll just let them go. Right. And then, some, more than not, it'll be I'll find out something that I didn't know. Maybe get a little nugget. Yeah, yeah, a little nugget. So that I think that's good that you're 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 sourcing people around you. I did the same thing when I started my agency, and it was... I called my old professor. I, I talked to my boss that I the job I just left, and I left on good terms and tried to I keep those uh, relationships going. And I try to call him every now and again, going, "Hey, I was going through this. What do you think?" Yeah, more than, and they're happy to they're happy to answer the question, which is surprising, yeah. right? They're never like, "Fuck, man, you call me all yeah. the time." Yeah, no, people like to be uh, you know patronized. Well, so, I want to know some of the uh, advice you got, Josh. Did you get any? Uh... Good stuff to share with us. Yeah, one of the things that I'm, I'm doing, uh, so I'm looking a lot uh, into the negotiation because uh, as an entrepreneur right now, sole proprietor, I don't have a lot of funding or like, I've got a couple of people on my team that help me out, thankfully. But uh, uh, I'm looking into uh, one of the things is just from the sales point of view um, is figuring out people's objections and then being able to tailor my sales pitch or, or kind of figure out where their objections objections are. Because um, from from my perspective, like we really are offering a software and a service at no cost and, and to the client um, unless you know we get or unless they get paid essentially require customers so it's one of those things is like i see that as no risk but not everybody still bites on that so how do i communicate that to them to them where they don't they're not almost in disbelief that we're offering value uh for free essentially yeah i mean back in the day i worked for snap-on tools and they their sales training was great like they had a flow chart where they had every objection 
And if they said yes or no, boop, and then you go this way. Can I tell you why you might need this or why you should want this or why, you know, like every objection was mapped out. And it was like, dude, this is like, if you learn this, it was tools, but it could be anything, really. It's contingency planning, really. If you think about it in an ops perspective, yeah. right? You're going, all right, let's create a sample decision tree, right? Uh-huh. I'm going to show them this. They're going to raise this. So here's where I go from there. Right. Right. Uh, it's a little bit tougher because there's a lot of variables with the way you're talking to people because I've been there. Uh, Eric has too. And so it's like, uh, you know, it's not, it might not be because part of this is educating the client, right? It's what's tough about anything in the digital services is that it's like people tell me they have a good sense of humor Mm. Mm. (laughs) or a good... Or their taste in music is the I, best, I enjoy right? humor. I, I really enjoy I'm, humor. I really have a good sense of humor. I just thought what you said was uh, offensive. And I go, I don't think you get it. Yeah, I don't think you get it. So, like, I'm not going to educate them on comedy right there because, to me, it doesn't <laughs> matter. I don't really care if they think I'm funny or not after that point. it's. But for this, it's like, you know, I tried to qualify how much they actually know about this world. Right. You know? Yeah. Because tools are a little bit more implicitly understood, right? Sure. You're selling to people that work with them. And the hard thing with this is people, it's like kind of like what they think the economy should do. Like everybody's in it, so they feel like they know it, but they don't really know it that well. At the end of the day, though, I always focused on ROI, right? So – what I would do is always ask, what are your all's objectives? But knowing that overall, if we're not providing ROI at the end of the day, that it nothing we're doing matters. And so my my default kind of improv go-to kind of foundation was like, well, this is a small thing, part of a bigger tactic that is helping integrated, uh, leveraging the other tactics we're doing to get you ROI. So this is one little piece to get you to hear. The only thing you can really do is case studies. And those are tough too because what, what business owner or GM of a, a football or baseball team doesn't want someone who's already done it? Yeah. Like I love the NFL draft because it is a measure of overvalue, undervalue. Yeah. And – What's our needs versus impulsive decision making? Like yeah. the Raiders having four hundred wide receivers now, <laughs> drafted three receivers, and they have Nelson Aguilar. They who got has, free agency. Who has like ten tight ends? The Bears know, or yeah, the Eagles? Some, there's something like that. They got like ten, literally ten tight ends. And so, and so that to me is like ultimate kind of impulsive. We'll, we'll figure it out later. Whereas, uh, you know. You want to prove a commodity if you can. So for for any business owner you're talking to or maybe an agency that's subbing from you, you want to have these uh, – or subbing you out, you want um, stuff ready to go in every kind of sector. So here's how I did ROI with this industry, and here's how I did ROI with this. The hard part is on your website, you can't give up everything. Yeah. And so you need what I call the, the law firm uh, – the law firm website branding issue, you need to be simple and detailed at the same time. And so I would say find a case study, break it down to its very um, uh, basic points, 
And if they want the details of it, they want to know more, make a like a like a paywall of sorts, or not a paywall, but like a uh, access wall. Yeah, give me your email, and I'll right, tell you. Right, I'll give you like request, and then you'll know if they actually went to the page too. Yeah, it's true. Been thinking about this for a while, so um, that's that would be my advice on that. It, it sucks. It's it's not easy to get all that stuff prepared for future you know future stuff uh in the future or i mean future uh proposals but you know and then you brought negotiating i didn't know if you're talking about um with uh, just cash wise but there's a book called never split the difference um that a lot of my friends have suggested i, I check out because it's not my strong suit at the beginning of a running agency but at the end of it i had enough uh stats to know like Here's our dollar per hour. I know our competitors, what they charge if we go one-to-one on services. And then I know what my cost rate versus my bill rate is. Um, and so that's a good that's a good uh, book. It tells people, like, instead of going, uh, they want, they go, well, I need to get this quote down from 25 grand to, you know, 20 grand. And, uh, or they, no, they'll just, like, a lot of people just say, we don't have the budget for that. And so you go, well, what is your budget? They'll go 20 grand. You go, all right, how are we going to get, how are we going to get you from 20 to 25 grand? That's so, how I would say it uh, back to them. Back up. And you ask it with a how. How am I going to get you, how am I going to, how can we work on this to mm-hmm. get you to here? Instead of going, okay, well, we'll cut this and we'll cut that. Yeah. Because then you've already just discounted yourself. Yeah. And oh, that okay. comes back to you at the end of the contract. Because they're going to think because you're going to end up doing all the shit anyways, right? But you're cutting your own value out. You're cutting your own legs essentially, right? Yeah, yeah. Because what you're presenting is you're going. We need to do all these things, and then they're coming back. We're, uh, and I had to tell people after a while, it's not an itemized list that you can just kill, right? It's I'm just showing menu. you all the work going into it. Yeah. So and, Josh, I want to hear about what what you're doing that's um, that you consider unique, and the software and all that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we use a, a pretty modern, recent, recent software. It's not we, you know, it's not our software, but we have the, the license to it. Um, company for yeah came out in 2018, um, so it's probably the most recent. And it's and, and right now they're basically trying to get market share. So there are some other competitors that have been around for a long time, um, but these guys are kind of the new guys on the block. Um, and sort of what I think that we're unique in is, is sort of a lot of people, uh, I say we're kind of a hybrid between like the network and software uh, side, which is like a share of sale or some of these big affiliate networks, which will, get, will basically, you know, integrate really quickly with your website and then you do all the work for them. And then these people that are the outsourced program managers, which are just account managers and, you know, run campaigns and recruit affiliates and all that kind of stuff. So I see it's just kind of a hybrid between those two things um, where we have the software, um, but we're also uh, feel like we excel in offering the service doing the, the recruiting and campaigns and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then on top of that, we would be the, like I said, the, the we're only performance-based um, and we do off-complete revenue share. So we don't charge clients flat fees for services. We don't char- charge monthly retainers. There's no six-month or 12-month contracts, anything like that. Yeah, and so why that's a big deal is uh, it reminds me of when I worked at Dimensional Fund Advisors. They were a mutual fund company that did flat rate um, for buying their funds, whereas everybody else's uh, commission rate. And the big difference in that world was that all those Wall Street guys, even if you lost, they made money. 
you know? Yeah. And so and they wanted you to trade more because yeah. they got – that's the incentive. Hi. So do Where, it again. Whereas Dimensional set themselves apart by having the best uh, funds because they really – they really worked at it. Like had, we had like rocket scientists and stuff that we pulled in as employees and whatnot. Oh yeah, is that helpful? I mean, Did like you guys launch satellites. What were you doing with that? Um, let's just say the owner of that company is, is the name out of this world. The namesake for for uh, maybe the best business school, the Chicago School of Business, is the David Booth School of Business. He also basically owns Kansas basketball. So yeah, he did all right. Um, the non nonprofit university, like you couldn't, you couldn't, yeah, but you know how it is. There's always one booster that like T Boone Pickens basically owns, right. uh, uh, Texas, Oklahoma State, whatever it is. Yeah, so it's one of those things where he owns the the James Naismith's rules of basketball, like what, like the original book, <laughs> like the original parchment or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just saying. You couldn't buy – you. the only way you could buy f these funds directly were you, you had $20 million in them. Like Brendan Fraser walked through her office like, what? Huh? And it's like, he's got that mummy money, I guess. <laughs> mummy money. And I guess Schwarzenegger rolled through her office and I missed him that day. What? But, yeah, but this is the only time you could like – those are the only people that would buy directly. You had to go through CFP, blah, 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 blah. But the biggest shift they did was, hey, we're going to be honest. We should be paid, paid flat. Instead of trying to make money off commissions and trades and everything. And, uh, you know, it worked out for them. And I kind of see you in the same respect where there's a lot of people that do ad advertising and they charge a 30 to 50% markup on the ad spend. Oof. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that makes no really, sense. If you've really done online advertising because you need a minimum and then it doesn't really matter unless you're kind of toggling the budgets all the time, but it doesn't really matter that much uh, what the client spends in ad spend once you're over that minimum. Yeah. And, and like, it's not going to incentivize them to spend more, say that it would help them. Right. And I, taking a chunk off of it. And I, I think by hurting not, your performance. Again, yeah. I, I, I feel like, cause they don't read that ROI. They read it as the total number going out from their building right Right. i paid this much but the way it's reported is never reported that way yeah so i th i always thought that was kind of not disingenuous or dishonest it's just i think it's just a bad way of doing business that it's such a young service industry that you know you, you have to find out what works and always kind of work on it mm -hmm. yeah sucks so i told you to that i told uh jk uh here yeah jk mm-hmm uh, I told him to hit us with any questions to to help him out. Um, okay, with his stuff. So Josh has been taking j diligent notes. I've seen. Yeah, now I'm now I'm coming through on my questions here. Um, maybe so. so uh, maybe like the twelve months of so forecasting for the twelve months. I, I know that everyone's going to have come from a different place, but sort of maybe where your emphasis is uh, in the first six to twelve months of your business and. Kind of how you should see it mature. Um, Growth <laughs> is what I would uh, emphasize. What I guess go with your goals, right? So if you're, mm. you're looking at twelve months, what mm. do you want? What do you want to accomplish in twelve months, and then reverse engineer from there. So I I like to get on a whiteboard and I would put twelve, you know, twelve months on the right side, 
and and here we are on the left side, all the way on the left. And I would just go we're after drawing have, a dick. <laughs> well, the whole thing's a dick, right? Uh, it's it's a it's a motif yeah. at the end of it. But um, I would draw basically a timeline. How we're here. You want us to get these goals by the end of 12 months. And then you start breaking them down. All right. So you want to make, let's say, $250,000 in revenue this year in 12 months. Uh, all right. Let's, let's go backwards from that revenue goal at nine months. What does that look like? Or at six months. And then you can chop it into three-month kind of breakouts. Yeah. Or even monthly. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, yeah. you're going to do that. And, uh, and so how, what is that, what is that like management wise? So you have to act as your own like manager essentially and go in, all right, once a week, I should write out the goals of the week and then once a month and look at every morning, look at the monthly goals and go, am I hitting this? Or am I getting close? Because the thing about like your first year, your goal may be to get in the black and that might be the best thing. Yeah. Right. And that might mean, what does that mean? That means maybe pay yourself uh, what makes sense. Know how much taxes are going to be cut out because a lot of people fuck that up their first year. Yeah. Keep a little to the side. Right. For sure. How much do you need in cash flow when something like this happens? Yeah. And you lose, I, I know 20 agencies that are basically like, we're done, man. We, we, no one can pay us. And we're so tight on cash flows. We're just going to get absorbed by someone else. And you're wow. like, whoa. Yeah, because you're, you're relying, you're depending on the health of the other business. So another part when you're uh, looking at your clients is uh, mitigating risk. How risky is this client? Yeah. And if you get the vibe, they're ri if they're under five years old as, as a business, uh, honestly, you should charge more. Because just a general rule of thumb is they're probably going to be riskier. Yeah. Well, and harder to just create a whole marketing platform and all that. I mean, you and know, they're going to have something systems, in place. Right. You know, they're going to have exactly systems that they got if they're five years old or older, you know. But, man. A line, a line I would say is we're taking a risk on you like you take a risk on us. And so uh, you can use that. No. <laughs> I, I took it from That's someone a freebie. else. I, I Look, stand-up lines, you got to be – Truly, as original as you think you are, uh, with business, you can fucking just lift copy whatever. Everybody. I mean, business is basically being a hack comic and just going, "Ooh, that person said this or is doing this. I'm going to do that too." Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's why I'm I'm glad you're writing notes, uh, Evernote, and writing down shit all the time helps. But I would say that's going to be your biggest thing. Go. What are your goals for 12 months? And then really break down how you're going to get there. Don't sit there and do it in one session. I think we talked about this uh, off off air, but you know, creative creative problem solving. You know, I told you I was like, I like to write. Uh, all right, I need to think of a brand name for this, or I need to think of a campaign for this. I'll write it down and then I'll go for a run or something, or. I'll go, you know, I'll write it in the morning and then throughout the day, it'll kind of, that's my creative process. I found that through a lot of trial and error, but mm -hmm. I find that when people get really stressed out about planning and strategy, just start with what do you want to do 12 month goals and then just have it on the wall somewhere and just come back to it periodically. Yeah. Just do that one sentence. 
yeah. started it. The starting is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Right. You just put it off and put it off and you never do it. But yep. if you just get one sentence down or whatever, you know, just get it going. Just and look, let your body take over. I'm happy to dispense any of this advice because I'm the ghost of Christmas future. So I think <laughs> one of the things I told you was, you know, you have to take care of yourself first because that's where I really fucked up. Uh, and so if you're not as as the owner, you, you basically you're going to bring people in eventually. You know, you have to be like kind of like you can't call me out on anything, right? Like, uh, yeah, well, I don't understand. like you have to. Well, we've always talked about this. You have to take care of yourself before you can do anything for anybody else, right? Yeah. Who's calling you out? In this like, scenario? if you start hire, hiring people, oh, oh. your clients will too. Oh, I, I didn't understand. Because okay. if they, so you're talking you know, yourself. well, yeah, but I'm saying like, uh, one thing I didn't, I always thought it was selfish to do like do you first and then help everybody else out and you really can't help anybody else out or do the services you want to do at a Uh, high level unless you're really doing a lot of self-care yeah yeah and eric was eric's better at this and has a a bigger breadth of knowledge in that department i'd say you know uh taking care of myself well no like uh challenge like you um you challenge yourself to do, uh, you know, acti- sure. like the ice bath shit, yeah, or Wim Hof breathing, yeah. I still, I still forget. I still like re remember every now and again that you you got rid of your allergies because you figured yeah. that you, you shocked your body enough with the Wim Hof stuff that it got. That's like fucking crazy. I know, and, and I feel crazy telling people that, but I'm like, I don't, you know, like. Just this past spring, people are snotting and sneezing all over the place. I'm like, hey, if you want me to teach you this, I can teach you. But, you know, you got to do it every day. But it's exercise. It's like, you know, getting up and lifting weights is the same thing. You got to do it. Yep. Takes 10, 15 minutes, but <laughs> changed my life. So you your know? your hardest part is going to be uh, that self-discipline. Because you know the service side. Like yeah. at this point, you know that part, right? That part's not hard. Um, it's really like sticking, sticking to what you need to do and be super regimented discipline. And so like, I've spent this time like reorganizing, you know, what I can do on a daily basis and where it's like, I got to get back to getting up early. You spend, I think Eric and I have talked about it a lot on the show, but he gets up at four 30. I got to figure out what that time is for me, but you're up early today, huh? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to go at the four 30, but four, I get up at four. I'm just saying. I get up at 4.34 out of respect to Bo Jackson and Charles Barkley and Frank Thomas. War Eagle. But um, they Wade. What? Um, but Charles Barkley. Yeah. I was thinking about this. I think our dream uh, uh, guest, no offense, JK, but uh, dream guest <laughs> has to be Charles Barkley. Oh, yeah. I think I have anybody that out there. Terrible. Yeah. And see if we can get him when he's like gambling and drunk. Yeah. Woo, that'd be great. Get him to owe us money. Yeah, uh, but I would say the hardest part of what you're doing in this first year is really getting to know you in and out. And I know it sounds really overwhelming right now, the way we're kind of uh, positioning this. But I tell you, uh, you're in a good – you have this opportunity right now with this COVID thing Yeah, where you can sit there and work on yourself. I've been looking at it like forced rehab instead of house arrest Mm. and going, okay – I've been wanting to work on getting on a better schedule for myself for a while. 
I'll go three weeks and then a week will blow it up and then I can't get back on it and I'll go up and down like that. And that's kind of how it's been for the last year. So I'm like, okay, this is a really good opportunity right now to work on those things that look super boring. This is not sexy at all, but just working on it the last like three weeks diligently has already like opened up a lot more time and opportunity. Yeah. And in that vein, just the number of random like uh governmental admin things that you have to do get those down learn everything you need to do and, and figure out your processes for that because it's like that stuff will get away from you so fast like you know just if you get a good accountant get all you know get all these professionals lined up um just because you don't want to be three years in and realize oh i wasn't paying my my business license you know whatever and then you're they're going to fine you 75 grand or something crazy, you know, especially right now while everybody's on lockdown. It's like just get all that stuff checked off. I mean, another thing I, I have like list apps where it's like yep. habits. It's like make sure I pay the sales tax once a month. It pops up. It's like, boom, there's OK. Do your personal budget every Tuesday night. Sure. You know, all that night. stuff, you know. But I mean, it's. The self-care idea where it's like, you know, administrative self-care. And if you really want to, like, I have to trick myself into getting fired up about it. So if you really want to try to do that, the way I kind of do it is uh, I'm figuring out this puzzle. And it, when I figure it out, it, it, it'll it be fun to be able to show people in a way. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, I, 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 you may not do that even if you do figure out, like, a good system that works for you where you're you're, you know, my, one of my biggest things is I can't fall asleep, you know, like when I need to, mm -hmm. but then you go, all right. So you really need to uh, self-analyze at the end of the day too. That was another thing that I didn't, wasn't doing the un, uh, what is it? The un, uh, analyzed life isn't worth living. Mm. I forget if that's Socrates or a Catholic platitude, but Kanye, Kanye uh, <laughs> Takashi six nine, one of those you know brilliant people out there, uh, but it's one of those things where I wasn't assessing at the end of the day what I was doing. I used to do that a lot, and then that kind of went away when I got really stressed out. And it's almost like you have to put that in the schedule. Okay, when I walk the dog for fifteen minutes, I got to really. When I go walk it, I'm not going to bring my phone, and I'm just going to go. What did I do today? Did I get what I wanted to get done? Why didn't I? If I didn't, yeah, you know, um, my goal is to get to the Bill Gates thing where he's got like uh, five minute increments planned out for the next fourteen years or whatever it is. Yeah, like he just breaks it down five minute increments. Boom, doing so th this. There's a schedule everything kind of philosophy like that, uh, which I'm a fan of. You can make it convoluted, which was where I was with mine, where I have seven calendars. Yeah, because I I, I want a color coded system because I look at everything like could I look at this the drunkest I've ever been. Could I read my calendar and understand what I need to do? Cause that's kind of, I want my default all these to drunk be contingencies. Well, I want, I'm just making a joke as in like, I want, I'm drunk, uh... I want, I want it to be at my dumbest level and my most sleep deprived. Uh, you know, can I look at this and go, Oops. you know, like that's why we have color coded like subway system, right? Sure. When you're in New York, they it make helps. it as easy as possible for lowest common denominator stuff. So think of yourself as you're not going to be one to always be so detailed, but 
think of your own systems, even design wise like that. How do you tick? What makes you work? And, you know, we can have you back on in a month and let's see how that goes. Ooh, follow up. Yeah. That's the other thing. After every, every, you want a second, you want a second date. So after every meeting you have, uh, leave your phone. No, you're, leave your sweater behind. Uh, at the frat house yeah. so you can, and the scrunchie. Yeah. yeah, don't forget that. You don't want to get it in your hair. But uh, I'm a scrunchie. <laughs> yeah, I just I forgot, I forgot something over here. Oh, you're still here. Oh you guys God. are partying what again. Are you gonna get lunch? <laughs> oh, I left my shoes in the parking lot. <laughs> One um, of them. So, uh, what's it called? You know, the good thing is we have this captured. You can relook at this video too. If you could watch it again like ten thousand times, that'd be great. For yeah, us yeah. Too. Pants on though. Yeah. You well, know, I don't care. Well, yeah, that's fine. You're a little bit more open about that. Yes. Uh, all right, man. Thanks for coming on. We'll have you on in a month, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll put your link in the uh, show description, man. Absolutely appreciate it, guys. All right, brother. What about my sweat equity? Sweat equity. Sweat, sweat, sweat equity. My sweat equity. My, my, my sweat equity. Sweat equity. What about my sweat equity?